Hello and welcome to another episode of Highland Football Weekly with me, Ian Auld. There may be travel restrictions during this current lockdown, but it didn't stop us heading to France last week to speak to Karim Bukra, ex of Ross County, all via the wonders of Zoom technology, just in case there is any government officials listening to this podcast. This week we're heading to Finland to catch up with a man who's played for Cali Thistle, Ross County and Real Madrid. Not often those three clubs are mentioned in the same sentence. Antonio Roguero, goalkeeper for Cali Thistle, joined the club in 2012 and he had a terrific season with Cali Thistle before heading to Kilmarnock and he loved the Highlands so much he came back a year later and joined Ross County. A real cracking guy, smashing guy, who really took to the area, loves the Highlands, and I'm sure will return one day. So sit back and enjoy the next 50 or so minutes in the company of Antonio Reguero. Antonio Reguero, welcome to Highland Football Weekly. Great to chat with you. We're just talking off air there. Uh, I've just come in from a, a winter's walk uh, around around Culloden, wrapped up with about three layers on, and here's me thinking it's cold outside, but you're over in Finland. How are you, and how cold is it over in Finland? Hello, hello to you and to everyone. It's a little bit colder than in Scotland at the moment. It's minus 14, it shows on my phone. There's plenty of snow, everything is white, beautiful, but still very cold. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is beautiful, and I'm sure it is very cold as well. Uh, Antonio, I'm interested to, to find out. We've been speaking to um, a lot of the guests during um, lockdown in the UK um, about their experiences with kind of uh, the, the COVID-19 and the pandemic and, and how they've been coping during lockdown. How has it been over in Finland for yourself? How is it from a, you know, a pandemic point of view? How have um, the Finnish people coped with COVID-19? So obviously we, we were about to start the league. And it, it it got postponed because you know uh, yeah same as almost every league but that in, in in Scandinavia the the leagues are different and uh, and uh, we started normal season in April and uh, everything got uh, cancelled and postponed and, and then we had to be like for one month on holidays at home and uh, actually my my family I have a um, a wife and a son and, and and they couldn't come there were four flight cancellations i wanted them as, as soon as possible but because of the of the covid uh, they couldn't come so i was alone there and and it wasn't it wasn't a, a, a good a good experience but well actually uh, i am lucky that my my family and almost everybody or everybody that i know is they're healthy so so yeah i have to be i have to be uh, glad and, and happy that that it didn't, it didn't affect too much my family yeah, it has been a really difficult time for um, for a lot of people. I think you're right there. I think the main thing is that we all have our health and we all are are, are healthy um, and, and see this through to the other end. Now, Antonio, of course, you had a spell at Inverness, Cali Thistle, and in between a, um, a trip to Kilmarnock, you had a spell with Ross County as well. Now, you're probably sick to death of, of talking about this, but... Um, we are going to talk about Cali Thistle and Ross County. Over the last couple of weeks, we've spoke to uh, guests. In fact, Greg Tanzi told us a few weeks ago that he 
uh, turned down a move to Liverpool as a, a youngster. Colin mm-hmm. Neneman told us about how he had a spell with Newcastle United and worked with Alan Shearer and Bobby Robson. However, I think you trumped them all because you had uh, a spell with the biggest football club, if you like, in the world, Real Madrid. Uh, Antonio, take us back to the early 2000s. What was it like? What was your experiences like uh, in the early part of your career with Real Madrid? First of all, I am I'm, I'm glad that you said that Real Madrid is the best club in the world. So the, now the interview is getting better and better. <laughs> so, uh, well, actually, I was um, uh, nine years old and I was uh, playing for one of my uh, neighborhood clubs. And then, you know, I, I started to be in goals. And uh, then um, Atletico de Madrid saw that maybe I was capable, capable enough to be, to be enough for them. So I, 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 I was with them for three months. And before I, I signed, because it was kind of a trial, let's see how, how this guy goes. And, and then they offered me a, a, a to sign with them. And then Real Madrid, I think, just uh, got the information that I was about to sign with them. And to be fair, I, I was, I was uh, merengue or blanco eh, for all of my life. So when, when they called me, I, I, didn't, I didn't hesitate so much to, to join them. And just to be a little bit quick, but uh, I started there when I was 10 and I left when I was uh, almost 20, you know, so it was almost 10 years of my career, of my, the start of my career, that my education as a person and as a football player, I, I think it was there. I had so many great coaches. I had so many good and also bad experience, you know, because in this time of, there were so many years, so there, there were moments that I couldn't play. There is, there is so much uh, competence. Between, between players and keepers in, in this moment, you're very young. Sometimes you don't understand why you don't play, why you don't understand. And sometimes you play. Then end of the season, there were frustrating times, nervous times, because you, you we didn't know if we stayed for the next season or not. So as I said, uh, just uh, you put put everything in like globally. It was it was a good 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 uh, experience and good um, education for me. Because I started learning how how is life at the end of the day, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I have a really good memories. I had a chance also to train with the with the Galacticos, to play one game with them. So I have still have videos. Uh, I was in in VHS, but I, I passed everything to DVD. So I can show to to my son in the future probably he will say, okay, daddy, that's enough. But you know, I I'm I'm very proud of, of my time as well. Funny you mentioned the Galacticos, of course, a very famous era at, at Real Madrid. I, I stumbled across on YouTube a few days ago uh, a clip. You'll probably know what clip I'm talking about. It is a, it's a training game. It's a training session, an open training session, because there's some supporters in there. And there was a, a very small-sided game. Now, how does this five-a-side team read? Roberto Carlos, Ronaldo, the original Ronaldo, R9, Zinedine Zidane, Claude Makalili, and Antonio Reguero. That is quite a five-a-side team. What um, you mentioned there, you, you played alongside him and worked alongside him. Uh, of course, in the away team, the bib team, if you like, Luis Figo, Morientes, Salgado, Cambiaso, uh, Fernando yeah. Herrero. I mean, wow. I mean, what uh, what a dressing room, what a, what a, a team, uh, what, what a group of guys to call your teammates. Yeah, that's true. That's true. To be fair, I sometimes I don't want to watch too much the, this kind of video, but yeah, this this video is special for me. I, I I was for one or two years training with them, not often, but maybe 
one or, 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 or two, two times every two weeks or something. And first of all, I have to say that these kind of games, they didn't run, but they didn't need to run because they were too good. You know, these, uh, these people, they, they, they had so much quality and, you know, there was something else. And uh, training with them was every day was like a, like a pleasure because, well, you, I don't think you cannot find a team better than, than this uh, almost in the, in the history or nowadays because there were so many players with so much quality. They, they almost won everything. So imagine, imagine how, 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 how good it was for, for me. I want, to talk to you, I want to talk to you about another teammate and it's in the goalkeeping department. Personally, I mean, I attempt to play uh, goalkeeper on a Monday night at, at five sides here in Inverness. Uh, and I'm fascinated by goalkeepers. Um, you worked alongside one of the the best uh, in, in recent times anyway, Iker Casillas. Um, and it's he's someone that doesn't often get the, the praise I think that he deserves. I think when people talk about kind of modern goalkeeper greats, uh, Gigi Buffon, is, is mentioned quite highly, of course, another fantastic goalkeeper. Uh, talk to us about Iker Casillas. What was it like working alongside him? And I mean, he really was world-class, wasn't he? Yeah, of course, of course. You know, hands down with the with Iker because he has he has won everything for, for, for Spain and for Real Madrid. I think everybody should admire him because of the, the career he had. And yeah, I was working with them for probably seven, eight years. He was born in 81, 1981. I was born in 1982. So many, many Wednesdays and Thursdays, the keepers were just joining together. So we were we were training so so much with Manolo, Manuel Amiero, who was the great coach that we had at this time. And well, of course, since the beginning, we knew uh, that he, he was he was a talent, a, a talented keeper. Because, you know, when by, by the age of... 14, 15, like many, many people were already thinking that yeah, there is a, a goalkeeper in the in the academy that he's, he's going to reach first team. And actually, you know, it's true. We could see in the training and, and, uh, and trainings and everything that he had something uh, above us, you know, especially the, the, the way he, he behaved. You know, I think he was 15, 16, 16 but uh, he was like his brain and his head was, was much more uh, mature. Than, than everybody else, so of course you know it was a it was a pleasure to 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 to, to play with him, and it was sad what happened with him. Now there was a doc- documentary coming the last five months that I watched uh, no so so long ago, and I know that he suffered a lot because he wanted to keep playing, you know, he wanted to 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 kept enjoying football, but he couldn't do that because of this heart attack. But actually, I think it's the best thing that he could do. He has. As I said, he has won everything. He has saved absolutely everything in his career. So I think it, it was a moment to to stop. And now he 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 can he can enjoy life and he has family and everything. Obviously, he's not my friend, but for sure, if we bump in the into the street and, and then we we see each other, we we can have a chat and talk about uh, a few stories that we had in the past. Yeah, quite a quite a legend of the game, and you're right there. He's pretty much won. Well, he has won everything, isn't there? With of course Real Madrid and Spain. Last thing on Real Madrid, because I was absolutely fascinated by this moment and it's a, a moment in world football that instantly people will know what I'm talking about. It happened at Hamden. Of course, Real Madrid and Hamden have a, a very um, famous history. Zinedine Zidane, who I idolised as a player, I just thought you know Zidane and still is 
in my eyes, one of the best players in the world. Uh, that goal that he scored at Hamden, um, were you, obviously you were around the club at that point, where I, I don't suppose you were at Hamden that day, or were you? where were you for that final? Uh, as I said, uh, I watched this documentary not so long ago, and I was watching that with my wife, and, and I actually this, uh, this game came on the TV, and I said to her that how unlucky uh, I was, because in that time I was in the third team, Real Madrid C, and uh, actually the, the club invited the second team, and they were doubting if, if the third team could take a, a, a place in that, in that plane that they traveled. But finally, there weren't enough tickets, so we, we had to stay in, in Madrid. So uh, to be fair, we regretted all of the, the players so much because we knew that, that it was a really, really good chance uh, to, for, for Real and, and to leave the experience. So, I was uh, I was uh, home. I was watching that with my family and friends, and I remember that it was it was great. And um, and that goal, as you said, is like uh, impossible. He's a right-footed player. He 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 scored with his left from a ball came in from, from from the sky. So yeah, for sure, you 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 are fascinated by by Zidane, but I'm fascinated with with Zidane too and with all of that team because they, they were Roberto Carlos, uh, Raúl, and, and the goal he scored in the first uh, the first goal was. Like so smart, you know. People can think that yeah, this is a kind of kind of an easy or lucky goal, but it's, it's, it's unbelievable. And the, one of the things that I regret also in my career is, is in Scotland. Is like I couldn't go to Hamden to to play an official game. We were almost about to go uh, with Cali in this um, in this final that we well semi final that we lost against um, against Hearts. But actually, we should have played that game in at Hamden, but there was some renovation or something like that we couldn't play the semi-final there. So I, I remember I really so much for the memories I had from that from that game. Yeah, we're going to talk about that game uh, later on. But of course, yeah, a nice kind of segue because although you didn't get to travel to, to Glasgow uh, back in 2002, you eventually did get to travel to Scotland. And we fast forward on to 2012, some 10 years on, uh, where you joined Cali Thistle. Um, I remember at that, that summer, there was a lot of kind of changes uh, in terms of the playing squad that summer. The club had finished 10th the year before, uh, and yeah. Terry Butcher and Morris Malpass, it, it, it kind of, you know, there was a lot of players had left, and um, there was a lot of players came in. Now, you joined that summer along with the likes of David Raven, Gary Warren, uh, Ross Straper. First of all, how did that move to the, the Highlands come about and what were your um, initial kind of impressions around Inverness? Because you played football in, in your native Spain uh, for most of your yeah. career. Uh, moving to Scotland, was that a concern at all? Well, many people doesn't know this, this story that I'm going to tell you. Know? I, was, uh, I was playing in Spain uh, the year before, and in the half of the season around Christmas, I I really really wanted to live abroad and to play abroad, you know. And then uh, I had a chance to go to Thailand to play in Thailand. Then in January or February, I moved to Thailand. I moved to Bangkok, and um, and then I I I went to Bangkok last, but for for uh, for some reasons because they changed the the law of the of the foreigners. I couldn't sign there. Even when I when I arrived there, they just told me this. So to be fair, I was quite disappointed, and I was traveling around uh, Bangkok and Thailand trying to find a team. Nobody really, really <laughs> like uh, took care of me. And then um, there was one of my my best friends in football called Inigo Calderon, 
that he was playing at that time at Brighton. So he told me when I was there, hey, don't go to Madrid. Just come to, to England, come to, to Brighton, and I will, I'm sure I will find you something, some trial or something to, 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 to sign in, in, in the United Kingdom. Then I didn't, dis- I didn't hesitate so much, and then I traveled. I tried to travel to Brighton. I had a chance to, to have a, a trial at Leighton Orient. That they, they, they were in League One in that, in that time. A trial which was very, 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 very good. I thought I was about to sign. They, they told me not. They said that they were looking for another profile. And then I was like, okay, that this is time to go to, to, to Madrid. And then there was another agent who just uh, threw with his Inyo Calderon who told me, all right, uh, there is a chance to go f- in a Thursday night for a game in Inverness in the north of Scotland. And I was like, listen to that. I'm not, it was April or May of, of, that, of that, uh, that year. So I was like, listen, I'm not going to go for one game because I can play the game of my life or I can do so many mistakes because, you know, nervous, blah, blah, blah. So then it was like, okay, let's try to, to go there for one week. So they, they accepted that. And then I arrived on a Monday or something. I remember it was a really cold day. I, I, I went to, to Glasgow. I took a bus from Glasgow to, to Inverness. And I have to tell you that since the first moment I, I, I stepped to uh, the Caledonian Stadium, Everything was so good, so smooth. Actually, on Tuesday, Wednesday, I remember before even that game, I said to my parents, I think now they are going to offer me um, a contract. So uh, I ended up signing there. And, well, we, we can talk more if, if you want because I was talking too much maybe now. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's interesting really to, to hear okay. how that you know, comes about because you know, it, it must be so difficult as a, as a player without a club. And you know you, you you're desperate to, as you say, there move abroad and and experience a new league. Um, and then out of the blue, you know something does come up. And that I remember that at the time that the club used to have those trial matches, and um, the mm-hmm. year before I think they got Andrew Shinney uh, via a trial match where they played you know twenty two trialists and and, and yeah. found, you know a couple of gems. Now as you mentioned there, you played in that match and and then signed signed for the club. Um, your initial impressions of of Terry Butcher and Morris Malpass, of course, two uh, big, massive characters in the game. Did they get involved in that trial match at any any stage, any point? Yeah, actually, actually, they they were there. They, 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 well, as I said to you, I arrived on a Monday, so I, I had a chance to meet everybody there. Actually, you know, my English, but uh, at that time it was so so limited. You know, I, I couldn't I couldn't speak so much. There were people that I couldn't understand a word. Uh, but but you know, uh, to be fair, with with Terry and with uh, Morris, it was everything was so good. Actually, in these games, they were on the bench. They were watching everything, and um, and there was uh, also Steve Marcella, who was uh, at that time the, game, the goalkeeper coach, who really really looked after me uh, uh, from the beginnings. He he was uh, he spoke Italian, so we could understand each other. Uh, somehow, so to be fair, yeah, as I said to you, everything everything was quite quite, quite smooth there. Moving to oh, moving to any uh, new country is difficult in itself, um, and especially not just moving to Scotland, but the very north of Scotland up to the Highlands. Who else helped you settle in and, and kind of make you feel at home? Because Inverness is very different to Madrid. Yeah, it, it was, it was, and. Uh, well, as I said to you, I didn't speak so much English, but uh, the dressing room 
I think we, we they really had a good, really good atmosphere there. So I, I, I don't know. I cannot name. I cannot name uh, any of the players because well, I can say that Brady Raven Raven was uh, very nice at me. Uh, Andy Sheeny, Green Sheeny, even Ryan Esson. I, I cannot say. I cannot say. I cannot point uh, nobody because they, they were they were very very kind with me and, and also I I had I was uh, I was living in a kind of a B&B for for the whole year you know so the, the family uh, that um, that I was uh, there, there was one girl uh, Sam McDougall's the McDougall's that they have now the coffee VR VR uh, VR8 in coffee uh, V8 in, yes. yes V8 V8 and to be fair, they are like, a, like my, my second family. They treat me from the beginning so, so good. Uh, they were in my wedding like uh, five years ago. So, you know, they, they are a part of, of my life also. And, and I, could, I could find good people in, in, in football, but also, also outside the football, I, I, could, I could find really, really good people. And even Spanish people, they were, they were living in, in, in Burnett that I met, but there's two years different. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I know the McDougals, um, or yeah, some of the McDougals, uh, and they're a, they're a terrific, uh, terrific family. And always very handy as well to know um, butchers, and especially you know one of the finest steak pies in the Highlands. Yes, they are. They are. You know, they they have a they had a really really nice uh, really nice shop, and also uh, the brother of of McDougal, the David McDougal, is amazing. And uh, you know, even my, my parents, I remember they, they came to watch uh, some game and my, my, my dad used to be a butcher. So he, they, they brought him uh, there in the shop. They were making, uh, uh, what is the, I forgot now, this, this, uh, the thing that you make the pie, this meat that you can make, the haggis, the haggis. Haggis, yes. Uh, they, were, they were making haggis and... To be fair, it was it was a great time. My dad uh, still remembers the, the, when they when they broke broke into the to the butchery that it was it was a good time. They are great. Now you mentioned um, Ryan Essen there. Um, obviously, your goalkeeping colleague um, Steve Marcella was the goalkeeping coach. There was a nice kind of unit there as well. Ryan Essen, um, talk to us about Ryan Essen because you know as a goalkeeping colleague, as a you know you obviously work your way into the team and, and Ryan's kind of back up to you. But initially you were in as number two to Ryan. Um, yeah. Ryan Essen is a character. He is something else, isn't he? He's special, you know. So uh, Sometimes, you know, I had so many arguments with, with people, teammates, because they say that keepers, we are crazy and say, hey, no, no, we are not crazy. We're special, okay? But in the Ryan Nesson's case, I think he's crazy. <laughs> You know, he since the beginning he was just all the time making making jokes, sometimes picking on me because of my English. But still, you know, I, I had a good memories with, with him because he was a good teammate. He he helped me. He knew that obviously my Spanish wasn't good and he was all the time trying to trying to help. We had a really good um, with the a, a work atmosphere. There was another keeper, Steve Matheson. That he, he was the third choice, and uh, you know every 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 day in the training, he was he was so good. And of course, with with Ryan, I I, I cannot say that word because because he 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 was very good at me. He helped me. He had a really uh, no no bad injuries, but he had a few injuries during during the season. So so it uh, he he didn't enjoy that much uh, this season. But still, you know, every time I played, he, he was. 
all the time encouraging me and, and talking good things. So I, I cannot say anything about uh, Ryan that uh, all is, is quite good. You mentioned there about your English being, um, well, you know, you eventually got there in terms of learning English, but I'm, I'm just trying to imagine a conversation with yourself and Ryan because you mentioned there your English wasn't great, but Ryan's quite a difficult guy to understand as well with that kind of thick Aberdonian accent as well. That must have been um, lost in translation. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Sometimes it was like, hey, please, can you speak slowly and, and repeat it again? Because, you know, it was, it was difficult to, to understand. And, and people also from, from Glasgow, you know, that, that sometimes they were there. I, it, was, it was difficult to, to understand for me. But I have to say that the English in, in, in Inverness is, 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 quite, is quite good in comparison with some other places that I've been in, in Scotland. So I think if you don't know so much English, Inverness is, is a good place to start learning. Well, they always say that um, Invernesians are the closest to the Queen's English as well. So that's quite interesting. Now, you, you get into the first team at the end of September and you, you pretty much stay there until the end of the season. Uh, you make your debut against Dundee United at the end of September in a, a 4-0 win. Now, thinking back to that season as well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about other games that season, but it was a fantastic season for the club. And I think that game, if I'm right in saying, I mean, there was a... It was a slow start to the season, but that game especially really helped kickstart the season. Uh, from your own point of view, you know, you're making your debut for a new club and to keep a clean sheet in your debut as well, that must have been uh, a bonus for you. Yeah, you're totally right. I think we didn't start well the, the season. We conceded a lot of goals. We didn't get, I think, a win. We got a few draws. Things were so-and-so. And, -so. and uh, I have to tell you that I, I learned that day I learned a lesson the day I made my debut because, you know, I hate to be on the bench. I think same as every player or every keeper. And, uh, you know, uh, that day was the day that I would never thought I would play. Some other days, you know, you are kind of making good warm-up to be ready or just thinking about, okay, maybe today is my time or not. But that day... It was the day that I was a little bit lazy. Yeah, okay, there is a game. I'm not gonna play. A little bit negative. If I have, if I have to say, I, I, I normally am a positive person, and in that time I, I, I was so excited about the experience. But there were those kind of days that you are not in, in the mood. So I was making the warm up to Ryan, and then all of a sudden, ten minutes before the, the we went to the to the dressing room. Ryan was about to kick a ball in the last time of the warm-up and then he just uh, felt something in his thigh. And there wasn't so much time for me to, to, to react. They were like, uh, Tony, you ready? I was like, uh, yes. So I put my, my game shirt on and then the game started. And I remember also that they started the, the, the kickoff. They tried to score me from the, from the middle. So they didn't even touch the ball. And probably they knew that I was, uh, it was my debut. They wanted to make me nervous and they just shoot. The ball was very, very far away, but you know, even it helped me to be more like focused, you know. So yeah, that game was was something that yeah, we, we played good. I kept a clean sheet, and from from that, I think I think um, it was it was the beginning of, of 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 something because from that, I think we started to get good results. I don't say that it was because I was there, but I I think it it, it helped. Everything helped that everything went a little bit more like smooth again. Highland Football Weekly is proud to support local charity Mikey's Line, a charity based in Inverness covering 
the whole of the Highlands. Set up in 2015 after a number of suicides in the area. People struggle on a daily basis with a multitude of emotional and mental health difficulties, yet only a fraction of people are able to talk about it. And Mikey's Line are here to help. They run two services, a crisis centre with appointments and drop-ins available in Inverness City Centre, but their main service is a text-based support service, which includes SMS, text messages, Facebook Messenger, web chat and Twitter. If you're feeling like you need to talk to someone about your mental health, then do so today. Text 07786 20 77 55. That's 07786 20 77 55. They're also available online, mikeysline.co.uk. They're also on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram as well. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. Jock's Talking Balls is the new podcast where four football fans debate the biggest talking points in football history with some hilarious results. Diana Ross scores that penalty. There's an argument for the greatest goal of all time because she breaks the goal. She literally breaks the goal. <laughs> Each week there's a different topic where the four of us have to come to a complete agreement on a final top five. Okay, let's buckle up. It's going to be a long night. Tipso's nodding, Aldi's nodding. I'd put a cross through them yet. Oh, Ross isn't happy. He's not happy. And that's where our real opinions come to the fore. They're just a, a skid mark on, on Highland football. I just hate them, they're just a shambles of a club And when comparing the two I just find Dundee mm-hmm. deeply unpleasant Sit back and reminisce as the debate takes all sorts of turns It's the craziest, the most amazing goal celebration that we'll never see If it makes these two boys <laughs> wet their knickers the way it is now Then it has to be good The back of that stand like, has an asbestos warning <laughs> I mean, come on, jeez <laughs> The Jocks Talking Balls podcast A must listen for all football fans Find us on Spotify and other podcast platforms now Yeah, that would be worth listening to I would love to hear that Don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter at Highland Weekly. On Instagram, it's at Highland Football Weekly. And on Facebook, it's HFW Podcast. But for now, let's get back to this week's episode. You mentioned some great results. And in your first 10 games at the football club, you keep three clean sheets. Now, that one we talked about there, your your debut clean sheet against Dundee United... And then you keep a clean sheet at Ibrox and Celtic Park and you must be, well, I should have really checked this up, but I can't think of too many Cali Thistle goalkeepers over the years that have both kept clean sheets at Ibrox and Celtic Park. Someone will probably correct me, um, but again, what a fantastic achievement. And talk to us about those games especially because, you know, when, when I mean, the, there was a lot of English guys joined in the summer and and rightly so, the games you look forward to uh, in terms of playing, you want to play at the big arenas, Ibrox and Celtic Park, in this country being the two of them. And you went there in the first couple of games and got a win at both grounds. Talk to us about those games, because those games were really special. Yeah. First of all, I have to say that I'm, I'm, I'm coaching goalkeepers just now, and I was coaching here at Frops, and, and I'm going to coach this season also. And when, when, uh, when I have to give some advice or something like this, I, I try to put always my example and I am telling them that, listen, like, let's say that uh, three months ago, I, I didn't have any contract. I, I was just trying to get something in Thailand. My, I was thinking that my career was about to, 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 to be over, to retire. 
let's see what I'm gonna do. And then a few months after, as you said, I got two clean sheets in Ibrox Park, 55,000 or 45,000, whatever. And Celtic Park, 55,000 people, two clean sheets, two wins. So, you know, football is something that, 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 that is, is amazing and, and you have to be ready for everything. And, and I'm talking about both games. Uh, obviously, Rangers in, that, Rangers in that time, they were in, they, they were in the fourth division. So I think we, we were in this in this uh, good period of the season that basically we, we beat them quite quite clearly. But also I think I, I played a good game. Uh, sometimes I, I like to, to to watch the full game there because I think that there were there were many things that I, I did quite good. And of course Celtic Park is something that I will I will never I will never forget in my life. I remember the, the training before I said to Steve Marcella, hey, don't worry at all, we are gonna win tomorrow. And actually, we, we did. And uh, I think everything worked perfectly. I think it was the first time in the history that the Inverness won in, in, at Celtic Park. So uh, it was amazing. It was it, it was so good. I had chance to to save some some of the balls. So Billy Mackay scored a really, really good goal. We could score uh, score more goals, but yeah, it was fantastic, fantastic memories. Billy Mackay got that goal, and it was the first league win at Celtic Park, and. I mean, at that point, I mean, the, the club were performing uh, way above expectation. And I think Terry Butcher's summer signings were starting to really show. Um, in terms of the, the spirit behind the scenes, we've, we've talked to, you know, a number of guys who were involved in that, that, the side that season. And from the outside looking in, it looked like, a, you know, a, a real good dressing room to be in a lot of bubbly characters but a really good spirit and the impression I get is everyone had each other's backs is that is that a kind of fair assessment yeah yeah I think I think it was uh, as I said there were very good atmosphere in the dressing room so when when you have that I think it's, it's a sign that it's going to be a successful year after that football you know anything can happen there can be good results or bad results but that is what you say, you know, we, we were we were fighting for each other. We had like uh, uh, character players like Richie Foran, like Billy Mackay always wanted to score, Gary Warren in the back. Uh, well, many, 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 many. We have like a, a really, really good team to, 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 to compete uh, that year. So so everything worked and uh, it, it was a pity that, that we couldn't qualify to, to, to Europe. I think in the last period of the season, we got a few results that we, we should have won. But, you know, it's football. And, and I think uh, from, from this moment, even though I wasn't there the, the years after, I think the, 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 the club and the, the base of the team was started building like quite strongly. And, and the result is there that they won the cup, they, they qualified to Europe. So I think it was, it was the, the, the perfect year to, to start building something good. You mentioned earlier that a real disappointment that season. I feel like, well, very unfortunate the club didn't get European football because they were uh, at one stage kind of favourites for that. And it just kind of felt the last hurdle. But I always feel that that season, one of the biggest disappointments was the, the League Cup semi-final. Um, not only to, to lose to Hearts on, on penalty kicks, but then the following day, St Mirren beat Celtic at Hamden. And it would have been a St Mirren Cali Thistle final, and the bookies' money would have surely been on Cali Thistle to win that trophy. But alas, it didn't happen. Um, talk to us about that semi final because that must have been 
so heartbreaking because the side were flying high at the, at the time and it just felt right. It felt like Cali Thistle were going to make the final that year. Yeah, yeah, we felt the same. You know, the 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 feeling in the dressing room was okay. We are gonna we're gonna beat them. Even even it's hard and and and, and they play in the stadium. Well, they play in Edinburgh. It was it's a role, but doesn't matter. You know, we uh, everything was 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 on us. You know, and and if if you watch that game, I remember I was crazy at that because we had so many chances to score. McDonald, the keeper, was. Great. There were many one or oh, not many, but there were one or two one against one with the keeper. There were you know, many we scored first. There, there, there were many many factors that, that that we should have won that game. They just I remember this uh, striker and go and go something like that. This is who scored the goal. And it was just yeah. I, I didn't have so much uh, job to do in that game, and, and it was a kind of I think a free kick or something, and then he scored. Very rarely, and and then you know the, this extra time came. I think both teams we respected each other so much, and then the the, the fatidic thing of the penalties that um, that well, you know, penalties is, is a lottery. But Ty is still thinking uh, even even today that uh, I was I was strange that the fifth penalty was taken, and I don't have anything against against Philip Roberts because he, he was a great kid. But I still thinking why Philip Roberts shot that that fifth penalty. You know, thinking about Terry Butcher, experienced play, coach, Maurice Malpass. Probably, I, I don't know the, the, the background or, or the history behind these penalties, but, you know, I would put that experienced player uh, trying to shoot that penalty because it's the fifth. And, you know, the Easter Road was full of people and, and the pressure must be must be hard for the for the last delivery guy. But, uh, you know, it's football and now you, you have to remember that like a good memory and, and you are right that after the, the final was against Samirin, and uh, yeah, we had we could have chances to to, to win that that that, uh, that cup. Yeah, Philip Roberts did miss that penalty, and it was a, a real kind of sticking out. Although they did the side uh, did recover after that and, and ran um, St Johnston. It was uh, very close to the European place at the end. Uh, in terms of the end of the season, um, you leave Cali Thistle at the end of that season and head to Kilmarnock in the summer. Um, your decision to leave Cali Thistle, was that something that you made on your own? Did you want to, to go and, uh, and try football somewhere else or was that um, a decision that, that Terry had made? Not really, not really, to be fair. Uh, now I, I am going to be open and I wanted to stay in the Highlands because, you know, uh, it was my first, my first experience in uh, abroad. And uh, I had a really, really good time there. Uh, everything was, I think, good for me to, to, to stay another year in the Highlands. But we didn't agree the terms. Uh, you know, obviously, it's, it's part of football. Uh, I, they offered me something. I, I didn't, I didn't uh, want to, to, to accept it. They didn't go higher. So since February of that year, I had a chance to join Kilmarnock. Uh, they were... Uh, this, this, the coach who was there who tried to help me before um, uh, Shields, uh, Kenny Shields, yeah. Kenny Shields was oh, yeah. was called yeah was calling me a lot because he was so interested on, on signing me. So after I I heard I heard that the Cali didn't offer me anything uh, higher and, and and they wanted to stay with Ryan, which you know I respected. 
I just uh, let them know around March that uh, I was quite fair and I was uh, I wanted to let them know that I had a chance to join Kili for next season and I I, I would accept it. You know, it was a shame, but uh, also it was a, a really shame that uh, Kenny Shields, who was the guy who wanted me in that uh, in the next summer or in that summer, he got sacked. So then the other coach came, and then everything changed a lot. It was kind of bad luck, but for me, the the, the best the best thing would would have been to to stay in the Highlands for 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 more seasons. But it's football. I I don't I don't blame anybody. Yeah, you're right, and it's um it's just one of these these things in, in life and. Uh, the, the the road um, the path that we on we go on will lead us down different uh, different paths. Now you spend a season at Kilmarnock and your love of the Highlands. Um, I'm assuming it's love of the Highlands because you've spoken you know very fondly of the area. But um, you're back um, in 2014. You signed for Ross County uh, yeah. under Derek Adams, and um, again the your love of the area was that. Something was a, a driving factor in, in, in getting back up north. Well, for sure, you know, as, as I, I said again uh, before, uh, I had a really good memories there. I had friends outside of football. Uh, I have to say that I have met or oh, I met my wife, a Spanish girl, in Inverness. So it's another another chance, you know, <laughs> to to consider that we love the Highlands. So yeah, Derek Adams just um, just called me. You know, I had a few offers uh, in Scottish football, but uh, to be fair, Derek Adams was quite straight. He wanted me as a number one. He wanted me so so bad. He was telling me that the club was uh, was developing or was working very well, and I didn't I didn't doubt that much. You know, and, and I joined them. And I have to say that it, it was it was again a really good experience at at some points in in my career. Derek Adams leaves only a couple of weeks. Well, Derek Adams is relieved of his of his duties at Ross County a couple of months, um, a couple of weeks after you join or the start of the season, if you like. That must be difficult as well when you talk there about a manager who wants to bring you in and then is replaced himself. Jim McIntyre comes in. Um, now you're competing for the number one jersey with Mark Brown that season as well. Um, yes. Initially, you are... Well, I, I, couldn't quite um, find out if it was injury or selection issues, but you were out of the side under Jim McIntyre, but you work your way back in. Um, how difficult is that to, you know, when a, when a manager signs you, the manager leaves, then you've got to almost go and impress the, the new manager all over again? You know, as, as I said, it was it was a good experience because you know I, I came back to there and and, and, and I, I liked the place in the in, in the, the Scottish League. But I have to say that it wasn't it wasn't the best year I played in my life. You know, as uh, the first six games we didn't get a win, even we deserved at some points. I think I, ha- I had a good games, but some I wouldn't say big mistakes, but something that I could I could do more. So I was I was very very sad that Derek Adams when 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 they sacked Derek Adams because of course um, he he did he did he did great job for the club before and after I arrived and uh, but again it was football so new new manager came and Jimmy to be fair also he was a very competitive guy he he wanted to take the best of everyone and uh, and then he he made the decision to to put. Uh, 
Um, well, actually, I played the first game against Motherwell with, 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 uh, under his direct direction, but we lost, uh, I think, 1-2-1 one, one against Motherwell. And then he, he, he dropped me, he wanted to put marks, thing that I understood perfectly. And, uh, and then the, the result started, started to be to be better and better. And then we, we just, I think, we changed many, many games without losing. Everybody was thinking, thinking that we were about to go down and then we, we saved uh, uh, even one game before before the, the end of the of the season, and, you know, as I said, it wasn't. I have to say that that it wasn't my my, my best season there. But uh, well, I, I tried to do my best. I I, I had a, a really good also Tomo was a really good uh, goalkeeper coach with my relationship with Mark Brown was was also good and with the teammates also there were many players coming and many players uh, arriving. But still, you know, we, we saved. I, I ended up playing the last two or three games of the season. So, you know, another, another experience in my life, which was, was okay. You mentioned there Scott Thompson, of course, goalkeeping coach and Mark Brown as well. Yeah. A lot of the time we talk about the, the goalkeeping union, if you like, in this mm-hmm. country. You know, goalkeepers tend yes. to, to stick together. And, yeah. uh, you know, you mentioned that at County, Scott Thompson is a, a very well-respected goalkeeping coach and, and Mark Brown, again, another guy who's played for, for Cali Thistle in Ross County, uh, another good unit to, to work alongside? Yeah, of course, of course. You know, they, 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 are, they are good people. They, you know, I think, as, as, as you said, it is GK Union <laughs> that I always, I always named in Finland and people love. Uh, we have to be together. We have to, to support each other. Uh, there will be moments that they play, they not play. But uh, you know, I, I had a really good memories with uh, with Scott Thompson because I think he, as you said, is a really uh, a guy who you, that you have to respect. He likes to work. He's always like in a good mood, trying to help each other. And uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's he was a really good memories, and, and I'm happy to to have him working with him. Looking at your games that you played for Ross County and amongst them another another clean sheet. At Celtic Park, you had something about Celtic Park. You uh, <laughs> mostly enjoyed playing there. Yeah, you know, I, I think I, I have uh, I was born to play this this kind of games, and, um, and maybe I, I should have played for for Celtic. Well, I still have chances because I haven't retired. So if if Hello? they they hear my if they hear my podcast podcast, just uh, and just let them know that I still have chances maybe for next season to, to join them. No, I'm joking. Well, <laughs> but I, yeah, I, you know. I don't know because I think if you listen to a lot of Celtic fans, they're crying out for a goalkeeper this season. So I know, I know, I know. I, I'm following them. It was it, it, There is not a really good season now for, for Celtic and the opposite for Rangers. But uh, I don't think I am the person that can be good for their profile. I'm sure I could do the job for sure because I still feel energetic. But... Have the feeling that if I, they sign a thirty-year-old, thirty-year-old keeper, they're gonna the fans. They're not gonna be very happy. <laughs> um, one thing I want to talk to you about that season as well, of course. I mean, there are a lot of players that play for Ross County and Cali Thistle, and there have been across the years as well. Um, was, you're yeah. one of of a number of players that have played for both clubs, but uh, you come up against Cali Thistle twice that season as well. How was that experience coming up against your? Your former club yeah. and teammates. Yes, <laughs> the, 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 I think the first game we played it was, uh, I would say, second of January that year. 
that we played the derby in um, at our stadium. And I have a really funny memory that um, uh, obviously the, the stadium was packed, uh, the Dingwall Stadium, the, um, and, and, and and we lost. I think I don't remember if it was three one or yeah, well, I, one yeah. Yeah, so so I, I played a really good game. I got man of the match also, and and, and the thing that I remember is that the, the second half I play uh, just in front of the Cali uh, supporters, and all of a sudden, just maybe in the 80, 85th minute or something like that, they started to sing my name, you know, <laughs> and I think they wanted to. Me, they wanted me to come back, or they just, well, they were just singing one one song that they they had for me when I was at Cali, and I was it was something that I was okay, I was happy, I was happy about that. I also remember that as I said, I was I got man of the match. My parents were watching that game. Obviously, you you have to be sad when when you lose a game, but you know if you play a good game, then you 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 must be happy for for your performance. And and then the second game we played in. In the Cali Stadium, I think mm-hmm. we drew one-one, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a terrible, terrible, terrible weather. It was even snowing coming that day, and I remember I, I I played okay game, but in the last minute I made a penalty, a clear penalty to one of the Inverness strikers. I don't remember who, but I was lucky that the referee didn't didn't see that. So yeah, <laughs> I, I like to remember my my games, and I cannot have fresh memory also. So I, I remember those games with with, uh, with really positive thing. Absolutely, and I'm sure the Cali Thistle fans uh, still high, still hold you in, in high regard as well. Um, now, you leave Ross County that summer um, as a as a heart supporter. I won't hold it against you playing for or going to join Hibs. Um, I won't hold that against you, that's for sure. Um, you were at Hibs for a short spell, and then you move over to Finland, which is, is where you are just now. Um, you've yep. been in Finland for... Just over four, uh, five years now. Um, how is the the Finnish experience being for you? Because you've played for this is your your third club uh, over in Finland. You've played for uh, HJK Helsinki as well. How has the Finnish experience been for you? Well, after after living living heaps, you know, I, I left the. Um, it was it was actually very funny because I I left heaps. Uh, because there was a Finnish uh, keeper coming coming from Finland that uh, I remember Alan Stubbs, he just told me that there is there is a new goalkeeper from Finland coming and he's the the future of the national team and uh, and you have to you you have to leave if you have a chance because you're not gonna be even on the bench so I was like, okay that this guy must be must be quite good so he was also Virtanen and uh, I was I was I was with him for two weeks or so. And actually, actually, his his time at Hibs was was not very good. So the 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 the, the history came that uh, after that, after two years, I played against him here in Finland. So I I have a really good relationship with him, and and it's funny. But uh, yeah, inside of me, I play. Maybe he's not he's not the keeper that Alan Stavs uh, Alan Stavs told me. So yeah, I, I, coming back to to that, I I just uh, left Hibs. I I was. For three, four months in Spain, I was even a goalkeeper coach of one team in the in the third highest league. And then I had a, there was a call from an agent telling me that there was a team in, in Finland uh, who was uh, about to play the the European qualification, the UEFA. 
uh, looking for a keeper. So he showed my CV. They were interested. And, and actually, I signed the, for Rob's Rovaniemi in Lapland for three months just to play this, this, uh, these European games that we, we played against Trammer Roberts uh, from Ireland. And then we got, went through and then we played in Croatia against Lokomotiva. And it was a really, really good experience, you know, and, and everything worked okay, same as what I said when I arrived to Inverness. So I was like, okay, let's, let's stay here for one more year. So just to, 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 to resume, I, I, every year I was extending my contract in Lapland. I just postponed my wedding. Then I had to, to, to have another day for that. Then I extended my contract again. I played another European competition which was in Scotland, by the way. I, I had, I, we played against, against Aberdeen with props, and I think one of the best games in my career was at the Pitodri. And, um, and, you know, it, it has been a good experience. I just left uh, Lapland because I wanted to, to, to play in Helsinki because it was the best club in, in Finland. I, last year, we won the league. We won the cup. So, you know, I, I, it, was, it was a really good experience and I, I still feel that, as I said to you, that I'm energetic to play. So I want to play. I want to keep playing this, this, this season in, in the Vegas League, I feel that. Antonio, it's, uh, it's been brilliant to, to catch up with you. Um, just before we, we let you head off, um, in terms of your, your Highland experience, as, you, as, a, as we've mentioned throughout, you've played for both clubs. I didn't know that you met your wife here as well. Um, so yes. I'm assuming that the Highlands will always have a, a kind of special place in your heart. There will be for sure, and, and uh, obviously I, I spoke with my with my wife that uh, that we have to go to 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 Inverness uh, to the Highlands soon because obviously we have a really good friends there, good memories, and and for sure we will be there because I cannot say anything bad about the people there, and and, and is everything is is so perfect when when I'm when I'm there. So, for sure, we will, we will be there. And Antonio, um, we wish you all the best with um, the rest of your, as you say, you're still playing and, and also coaching as well. So, wish you all the best for the for the season ahead. Stay safe over in, in Finland and uh, it'd be great to uh, to see you back in the Highlands. I'm sure that, you know, your friends that you, you made over here would love to see you and indeed um, some of the supporters of Cali Thistle and Ross County would love to, would love to see you back over here again. Yeah, thank you so much for the interview. It was a really pleasure, and uh, yeah, I, I take a chance to 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 say hi to to, to the people in Scotland. And uh, again, I love the country, so I just wish the best to, to everybody. And hopefully, the 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 pandemic and this kind of these days that we are living there finishes soon, and we can have a normal life soon. Antonio, um, thank you again. Absolute pleasure uh, to spend the last hour in your company and. Uh, and yeah, stay safe and all the very best. Yeah, same to you. See you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Antonio. Thank you.